Welcome to the Liberty Block. I'm Elliot Axelman. We have a short podcast video for you today. I have to go back to work so I can only go for a few minutes. What I want to talk about is Christy Noem. She's a rising superstar in the Liberty and Conservative Republican movements. Everyone loves her. What's not to love? She's been amazing. Probably the toughest, her and DeSantis, the toughest governors around the United States when it comes to not implementing corona fascism. But everyone's angry at her now. My own family, the staff of Liberty Block, I think most of them are saying she's gone. She destroyed it all and they no longer will support her if she wants to run for higher office, which, you know, my thoughts about that. I think she should stay in Dakota and nobody should go to D.C. because there's no good things to be done there because you can't make any uh, good progress there. So we have an article we just published the other day, oh, three days ago. So three days ago already, I know this issue is about a week old now. Three days ago, we published an article written partially by, by a few different members of our staff about Christy Noem supposedly caving on the transgender issue in her state regarding whether uh, males can be allowed to compete in female athletics, such as athletic competition in schools. I don't even know, to be honest, I don't even know if the bill House Bill 1217 applies to everything or just schools. I know most competitions in school anyway, but it's it's maybe elementary school, high school, college. Anyway, her legislature recently passed a bill. I think it's House Bill 1217, House Bill 1217. It's all linked in the article. Unlike every other publication on earth, we actually link to the bill. We say the bill number and we link to the bill so you can read it yourself on Legiscam. This bill would clarify that only males can play in males sports and females only and not males can play in female sports leagues and co-ed leagues are co-ed very simple it clarifies that if you are born a male you can't play in female leagues now it's complicated because what if you did transition and take all the gender therapy and now you'd no longer have the male advantage because your testosterone is lower and your estrogen and progesterone are higher and that's what christy Nome discusses a bit when she when she refers to the NCAA or other Olympic guidelines where they will let someone compete if they've had a year since their transition or a year since they were totally hormone uh, regulated to the level of a female. Anyway, this legislature passed the bill. It was sponsored by 34 Republicans. So in South Dakota, that's probably the Catholic legislature sponsored the bill. So it passed the House, passed the Senate. She said recently, she tweeted, she's excited to, to sign it. But then when it came to her desk for signature, because it passed both chambers, she didn't. She essentially vetoed it. I think she just didn't sign it. She didn't officially sign the veto either. It's called a style and form veto or something, where she's, she did nothing and said, please take it back and amend it. I think technically it's a veto, but she said she, she wants to sign the bill, but she needs some changes to the bill. She needs some revisions. Legislature, go back, work on it before session ends, and then she'll sign it. What she's saying is some... some uh, technical differences in the bill so that she could sign it without being destroyed pretty much she admitted and tucker pushed back a lot tucker carlson pushed back and was pretty upset at her dan bargino was also disagreeing with her i don't like when republicans cave and i was upset at her but the more i think about it the more i realize well a part of me is pissed at her a part of me understands the pressure because again i've run so i, I know a tiny bit of the pressure on a low level it is tremendous it's enough to crush the spine of any human in the world the fact that Christy Noem and Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump 
three of the only people to ever withstand any political pressure, and they only did it on some issues. They've caved on everything else. Trump caved on almost everything, but he stood up on a few things. Christine Ohm stood up on coronafascism. Ron DeSantis stood up. He initially did do lockdowns and mask mandates, I think, but now he's standing up a bit on coronafascism and on big tech tyranny a little bit, so he's decent. But on most other issues, he's probably not that pro-liberty because the pressure is tremendous. If you and I judge them, if we were in their position, we would have folded a long time ago, believe me. The pressure you cannot imagine the pressure making you so depressed, making your family depressed, destroying your reputation, trying to destroy your life. It's unbelievable pressure. So that's what I want to get out of the way. Um, it's, this applies to me giving Christy Nolan the benefit of the doubt, and even Mitt Romney and Greg Abbott. Are they schmucks? Yeah, you know, they, they seem like statists. They seem like bastards. But the, the pressure, unless you run for office or you serve in office, you can't, you just can't imagine the pressure. So I, I don't think I'm doing this just specifically to defend Noam. I'm defending every politician. And I, I actually thought about writing an article or a book saying it's not the politician's fault. The pressure, the pressure is just overwhelming. That's why we have to get rid of the system. Because even you and I, if we were elected, even if Dan Bargino was elected to Congress when he ran, I think in Maryland a few years ago or Florida, even if you were elected, I would be 99.9% .9 certain that he would look more like a Mitt Romney by now. Because that's what everyone looks like. You have to be a little bit crazy and tough and be able to block out everything in the world, which most people can't do. So anyway, she didn't sign the bill. She said, please bring it back, make some revisions, because right now if I sign it, it won't do any good, which is I don't necessarily agree. She said, if we sign it, the NCAA and some other organizations, maybe the ACLU and maybe some other Chamber of Commerce, will take us to court and sue us and we can't afford it and the government will have to spend millions on lawyers, meaning taxpayers spending money on lawyers, because they're gonna sue us because of Title IX or some other BS. Title IX is complicated. It essentially gives, I think, colleges the legal ability to be legal entities and colleges can administer justice how they see fit. It's really weird, Title IX. Anyway, she didn't sign it. Now, a lot of people are upset at her. They think, oh, no, she's not perfect anymore. She can't be president. Boo-hoo. I didn't want her to go to D.C. anyway. If she ran for president, just the campaign itself would, would poison her. You get poisoned when you campaign for office or you serve in office. Anyway, here's my solution for her. And again, if I had the, the reach of Dan Bongino and I could just call her up, I would call her and tell her. And here's my question. Governor Noam, why the hell do you care what the NCAA thinks? They are schmucks, disgusting leftist pieces of crap. And they're big and they have money, but they're disgusting. And they only do one thing. What they're supposed to do is have an association for college athletes to play. What they've done is they've become disgusting, evil social justice warriors who are anti-freedom and anti-woman because they are fine. Again, and let's, let's not just skip over this. What these bills are in response to is, like we have in the story, all the people, the men, who maybe can't hack it in men's boxing or men's track or men's UFC or other sports, and they go compete with women and they destroy them because they have like a million times the testosterone. So they are bigger and stronger and faster and more athletic. We've seen this in the UFC where this guy fought as a female because he was transitioning, but not fully transitioned. So he still had some testosterone maybe. And he beat the living crap out of females, which happens in the UFC. But he broke their skulls. He broke the skull, like smashed the skulls of multiple women, I believe. Again, women have, have I think, softer, weaker bones, including skulls. So he, he crushed the skulls of multiple women. And we have a link to that in the article. So a lot of women are now saying, wait, this transgender movement's gone too far. Now it's anti-woman. Wait, the LGBT left is now anti-woman? I thought they were the feminists. I don't know. Interesting. They're letting women get their, their skulls crushed in. That's not fair competition. Same thing with track. 
and we have linked this article. This has been covered a lot. I think she went on Fox News, this this girl. There were some track stars in Connecticut and all over, and they were one of the fastest, some of the fastest females in high school track and looking to go towards college and Olympics and maybe making a good living for themselves and, and doing their life's dream, which is to go to the Olympics. And they were, you know, one of the top runners in the country and working their butt off every day, practicing seven days a week, five hours a day, and eating healthy and all that. And then a boy comes along and in high school blows out the competition. You can see the videos. That start, they say go, and the two boys, who there were two transgenders in, the, in this meet from Connecticut, the Connecticut State Championship or whatever, two boys, and they blow out the competition. And the girls are all left in the dust, and, and you see their body language after the sprint. It's only like a 200 meter dash, it takes a few seconds. And you see their body language, they're like dejected. Like, why am I running in an unfair competition where someone has a, a real significant advantage over us? If I ran in a race against seven year olds, and I'm 27, and I ran against seven year olds, it would not be fair and they would be dejected because they would have no chance of winning. And, and this girl gave plenty of interviews. I forgot her name. The same thing happens in plenty of sports. I saw, I think, uh, some bicyclist just won, some transgender guy, one bicyclist. Yay, best female bicyclist. Come on now. There's a boxer that I think Everlast, a big boxing company, totally just threw their reputation away. This was a year or two ago, I think, when there was a, a transgender boxer. It was a, a, I think it was a man, became a woman or a woman became a man. And first transgender pro boxer, um, again, still kind of seemed like a female because she was not up to par with male pro boxers. She, you know, got one pro fight, but it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't really uh, impressive as far as male boxing. But Everlast made this this um, transgender man the new face of Everlast, the new face of boxing. So I don't know how that's going for them. I don't know. But I'm not going to buy Everlast anymore. Why do you need to? Sh You're a boxing company. You're not a social justice company. You're not the ACLU. It's bad enough the ACLU does it. Why do you need to shove transgenders down my throat? I'm trying to box. I'm looking for a boxing bag. Everlast made some decent bags. We have other companies who make decent bags. Why do you need to shove a transgender down my throat? I don't need to support that. So, anyway, Christy Noam should have signed it and protected people in her state. But why does she care? So she essentially caved to the NCAA. She's saying, no, that's not right, Tucker. That's not right. That's not right, Dan. That I didn't cave to the NCAA. I didn't sign the bill because I thought the NCAA would sue us and I was afraid to fight them in court. So you caved for their pressure. And she's right. They will beat them in court. The NCAA probably has millions of lawyers because, they, again, they're making millions or billions or trillions and they're, they don't let the athletes get paid at all. They get all the money. Athletes can't get paid a penny, even though these athletes are literally as right there. They're the next level before pro athletes. They're essentially pro athletes. The senior college uh, NCAA football players as seniors, the Heisman candidates, are essentially NFL caliber players where they'd be paid millions a year. Million, half million, five million, ten million a year. They can't make a penny if they get anything for free even. Oh, we got a free dinner from a potential NFL agent. A free dinner. That's uh, compensation. Go to prison. And that's because of the NCAA. So here, here's what I want to say to Christy Noam. I know I've been long-winded. Christy, what you should do is call Governor Mark Gordon, Governor Brad Little, all the governors in the Mountain West, they're all conservative states, I've spent time in Wyoming, it's very conservative, very pro-freedom, they're not big on the transgender, beat-up women agenda, they don't like that, they're just like you. Call up North Dakota, Montana, Wyoming, Idaho, that's oh, a total of five, six states, get together and make your own league and say, like Dan Bongino says, double barrel middle finger to the radical left at NCAA. How about that? Because what she's saying, and she makes a decent point, she says if we sign this bill, the NCAA will totally sanction us and will cut all of our athletes out and all of the uh, girls, maybe everyone, but definitely the females 
in all the NCAA in our colleges will not be able to compete. They'll, they'll be dead, nothing, totally gone. And that is not fair. If I were a, a 18-year-old girl playing college basketball, doing really well in South Dakota State University, and I, I think I have a future in WNBA or doing something else, and then all of a sudden I couldn't compete anymore because there was no league, I would be very upset. And again, I, I played um, uh, high school athletics. I played football. I understand. If you told me I couldn't play, I'd be very upset. Even when I had a, a fracture in my spine, I couldn't play. I was upset. I'm like, oh, coach put me in. So I get it. And, and she essentially says that's not fair to, to our girls in our state. And I, I totally sympathize with that. What you should do is create your own league. Start now. Start in a year. This takes a few years, and I get it, and it needs money. If I had money, I would be the, the primary investor in this. Make it the Mountain West Athletic League. And it'll be like what the Mountain West is now in the NCAA, that division. But make the Mountain West Athletic League or, or any other league or the Pro Freedom League or the Pro Girls League or make it both girls, make it also a guys' divisions. But do something. Make your own league and that will be the ultimate FU to the NCAA. And I haven't heard anyone mention this. That's why I wanted to do this podcast. I'm busy. But I wanted to do this because Dan Bongino, uh, Tucker Carlson, who knows who else. I don't listen to Ben Shapiro, but I assume he hasn't either. But Breitbart, I, I haven't heard anyone mention this. I haven't listened to Breitbart in a while either. I doubt anyone's mentioning this because it's, it's so common sense. It's so simple. Start your own damn league. And, and she said, but we're a small state. Yeah, just just do it. Who cares if you're a small state? Do it. You have plenty of people. I guarantee you have thousands or millions of people who want to be athletes in your state. Make either, you have two options, make either a new college system athletic league or make a semi-professional or professional league. Start a league. She has money. She can raise money. If anyone in the world can raise money right now, it's her. She could, if she were running for president, she would raise $100 million, right, over the next few months. What she can do is use those that's those same fundraising skills, because everyone loves her, to raise a few million dollars. I don't think you need more than a few million to start a league. Start a professional or semi-professional league. It could have various divisions for, you know, 15-year-olds, uh, 20-year-olds, whatever, college, high school. Start some kind of league. Start something with a few teams. I would invest a few bucks, maybe. If, if she starts this. And many others would. How many conservatives right now, this is the time, how many conservatives have turned off the TV? Most of my friends, I believe, the majority have said they stopped watching NFL and NBA. They're hungry, so there's consumer demand for a sports league that is not disgusting leftists shoving BLM and transgenders down our throats. There are roughly 100 million or 150 million consumers who are starving for a sports league. Start with basketball or football. I don't care. Start with baseball. Start with whatever you want. Do something. Start a league. Right now, what she should do, if I were her advisor, call the governor of Wyoming, North Dakota, Montana, Idaho, maybe Minnesota, maybe Nebraska, whatever her other neighbors are. I don't know. Start a league. There's no reason she could not. But, Alu, um, you know, the NCAA has a monopoly and within the infrastructure of Title IX and the complicated laws, screw it. Start your own league. Will, will the Biden-Harris administration send someone with guns to arrest you or kill you? Probably not. But if they do, tell them come at me. I know Christy Noem has guns. She'll be fine. What are they going to do? Is NCAA going to sue you? Let them sue you. Who cares? Start your own league. I'm sure it's illegal to start a league. I'm sure you need a billion licenses to start a league. If I were you, I wouldn't do it. I'm a voluntarist. You shouldn't pay the government for permission to do something that affects no one else. Start a league. So that's what I want to say. There, there's no reason why you shouldn't be starting your own league. Start for just females or start for males. Do something. Can't we just do something? Everyone always says do something. We have to do something. That's the something she should do. 
anyway, we'll put this this video and podcast into the article. We'll link the article in the show notes for this podcast and video. In, you got to read the article. There's also a great rant. I'm sure you all know who wrote it. There's a great rant where we had to edit out a lot of curse words. Um, but it is a, pr- a pretty funny classic rant that we put into the article. That's the second half of the article. Just an uncensored uh, article rant yelling by one of our editors who was pretty upset at, at Christy Dome. But to be honest, no, I think most of what he says is the NCAA. Yeah, he has some choice words for the NCAA. He's not really that upset at Christy Dome. He understands why you know she caved. But what kills me is that Dan Bongino, and I think Tucker too, but Dan Bongino made her seem weak. Oh, so so you're a sissy. You don't want to fight the NCAA? No. Why would she have any interest in going into a battle that she would clearly lose with the NCAA because of current law, you know, uh, Title IX, the Equality Act, and all that BS, and because NCAA probably has a billion times the legal staff she does. And anyone who knows anything knows generally the better lawyer wins. The NCAA probably has a trillion times lawyers. South Dakota does. And again, taxpayers can pay it. She doesn't want to raise taxes, $100 billion to pay for her lawyers. doesn't make sense. So when I when, when they insinuate that she's being weak because she doesn't want to take this exact battle with the NCAA on this issue at this time, that's, I think, totally bonkers and totally on her side with, with that issue, specifically about whether this is the right time for this battle with this, these people. So I agree there's some strategy there, too. I understand their frustration, but it's ridiculous to say, oh, just fight them. It's not a fight. If it's about tough wits or fight physically, she might be down or, or she should be be up for that. But if it's about fighting in court, why would you fight in court where you know that the cards are stacked against you? You know the courts are full of leftist judges. The Ninth Circuit, their neighboring Mountain West states, covers like Oregon or something, just ruled that, oh, the, the right to uh, bear arms doesn't mean bear arms. It means the right to own a firearm if it's locked in your house, but you can't carry, so... Nah, bare arms does not mean carry. That's what the Ninth Circuit just ruled, right? So that's the kind of judges we have now. And it's only going to get better with Biden in office. It's going to be great, right? Him appointing all those judges. All right, I have to get back to work. That's all for today. That's my rant. I wanted to talk about a lot of other issues, but it's just a Christine Ohm NCAA issue. And that's my message to them. If anyone's listening who has any influence at all, more than me, please tell Christine Ohm or tell Wyoming can do it. Um... I've heard Governor Mark Gordon is not quite the most amazing, fierce fighter for liberty and uh, girls' rights in the world, but it is Wyoming, so maybe someone should talk to him. I know people who, who can get access to him. They should manage it to him or, or Brad Little, who also has been a corona fascist, but who hasn't. So we need to get to these governors, or at least the legislatures. You know what? Maybe I'll speak to some legislatures or some other people in Wyoming about this, and maybe they can bring it up, because we need to start our own leagues. And I said this again five, ten years ago, and I just wrote a whole book about it called The Blueprint for Liberty. We need to start our own parallel institutions. And I'm glad Dan Bongino over the last few months is on board with, with Parler, Rumble, and some other stuff. He's on board. But I, I said this years ago. We need our own institutions, our own leagues, our own entertainment, our own music, our own schools, our own hospitals, our own everything, because the left owns everything, and they can use that, all that power they can use as blackmail and extortion, which we see every day now. Oh, we're going to boycott advertisers unless they leave this. We're going to boycott them unless they do that. It's extortion. We need our own institutions, and the time to start is now. That's all for today. Check out libertyblock.com for more. Thank you very much, and have a great day.